Welcome to our FLC audio broadcast. We believe today's word will empower you to lead a strong life. Now, let's begin and get ready for this week's inspiring message. Well, it's good to be back home in the United States of America. We had an amazing time in Jamaica. And uh, while we were gone, I was so excited about the way the word of God was presented. I just want to thank uh, Joe Skiles for bringing the word last week. How many of you enjoyed Joe last week? Anybody? And uh, I know that Jeremy just kind of blew it up on the last two Wednesdays. And so we're excited about that. How many of you enjoyed Jeremy Dunn bringing the word of God? Yeah. I love it. I love it. I love it. The level of, of uh, Family Life Church word just keeps going higher and higher and higher, right? And I'm excited about that. Uh, we had just a fantastic time in Jamaica. It was a fast-paced seven days. We hit the ground running. I think we saw most of the island while we were there. Got to meet some amazing people, see what God is doing there in so many different parts of Jamaica and actually participate in some of it. How many of you know that the same God that rides in the car with us every day is uh, visiting people all over the world, is with people everywhere you go? When you leave American airspace, God doesn't stay in America. He's everywhere. So who's ready for the word today? Anybody ready for the word? We are going to wrap up this series that we've called Pathology. We've been on for the past five weeks. This is week five. We're going to talk today out of the book of Genesis. If you'd open your Bibles to Genesis chapter 1 and verse 1, we're going to wrap this series up on a high note, I believe, today as we talk about the brighter path, the brighter path. Genesis chapter 1 and verse 1 says this, In the beginning... God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was formless and empty, and darkness covered the deep waters. Anybody ever feel like your life at some point might have been formless and empty and dark? Anybody ever felt that way? Well, here we are in the beginning of creation. The earth is, is formless, it's empty and dark. Darkness covered the, the deep waters. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the surface of the waters. And then God said... Let there be light, and there was light, and God saw that the light was good. I want you to know today that darkness cannot exist on its own. Darkness is the absence of light. Darkness never overcomes light. Light always overcomes darkness. Darkness can only exist where there is no light. That's why when you go to bed at nighttime... You don't say, good night, honey, and then reach over on the wall and turn on the dark switch. There's no such thing. We only have what? Light switches. And the light is either on or the light is off. So in the beginning, we, saw, we see that darkness was covering the face of the deep, was covering the earth. Why? Because light was not yet present. But when God spoke and he said, let there be light, everything got a lot brighter. Anybody interested in God speaking into your life and saying, let there be light so things can get brighter? Yeah. Well, we're going to talk about that today just a little bit. In 1 Peter chapter 2 and verse 6, I want you to watch now what Peter is saying about Jesus and how he illuminates our lives and what it looks like to be in darkness. 1 Peter 2 and 6 says this, For in Scripture it says, See, I lay a stone in Zion, a chosen and precious cornerstone, 
and the one who trusts in him will never be put to shame. Now to you who believe, this stone is precious, but to those who do not believe, the stone the builders rejected has become the capstone, a stone that causes men to stumble and a rock that makes them fall. They stumble because they disobey the message, which is also what they were destined for. But you are not like that. Everybody say, I'm not like that. For you are a chosen people. You are royal priests, a holy nation, God's very own possession. And as a result, you can show others the goodness of God. Now watch. For he has called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. God has called you and I out of darkness into his amazing brighter and brighter light. Now, the picture that we're being shown here about the rock of Christ is that it's kind of like when I, was a, when I was a kid, I was hanging out with a bunch of friends of mine and I one night, and we got the crazy notion to, uh, to go out and go cheaping uh, <coughs> somebody's house. I sneezed right there, I'm sorry. Uh, and uh, we did, what we did not know is that one of, the, one of the individuals in our group, actually her dad was a police officer, and... Um, he had gotten wind that we were going to do this, and even though he was off duty, while we're in the middle of <coughs> TPing this people's house, <laughs> okay, we were TPing the house, for those of you who aren't catching it, and, uh, and uh, we were in the middle of, of doing this, when he came around the corner in his, in his car with his lights on, whoop, hit the lights, and it was like cockroaches when the light comes on, wham, just gone, 87 different directions, Right? And I went busting beside the house, running as fast as I could run, just like this. Now, imagine we were in the dark. And I'm running just as fast as I can run. The next thing I know, I'm airborne. I'd actually run right off a three-foot wall. Yeah, about this high. Next thing I know, I'm just whoop, 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 chip, 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 pow, and uh, face plant, boom, right into the ground, skidding, did the whole scorpion thing, feet come up over behind, you know, that whole deal. Get up, didn't miss a beat, got up, kept running. Why is that? Because the cops were behind me, right? I had to keep going. But the reason I missed that step is because it was dark. If it had been in the middle of the daytime, I would have jumped off. Instead, when we read this in 1 Peter, what we're seeing here is we're being told by Peter, look, when you're stumbling around in the dark, this, this Jesus thing becomes something that you trip over. You trip over it. Why do you trip over it? Because the Bible says that the truth of the gospel when we're living in darkness is not something we can build upon, but it's something that we fall across. So what does that mean? That means when we're walking in darkness, when we weren't saved, we stumbled across it every now and then. And you know what that feels like. I know what it feels like. Your friends know what it feels like. They feel it every time you come around. Every time you come around and the light is turned on in their life, and they're exposed to righteousness, they begin to stumble all over how they're living their life. Why is that? Because Jesus brings illumination. He brings light into our life, and he begins to expose things that shouldn't be there. And that's why he says here in 1 in Peter 2, 9, he's called us out of the darkness into his light. Anybody excited that we can walk in the light of Christ today? Anybody excited that your path can get brighter and brighter? This is what I like to call, when we come out of darkness in our lives, what I like to call like one of those aha moments. You know what an aha moment is where you finally get something? They go, oh, aha, I get it, right? I, I had one of those moments when I was a kid. 
I was uh, just probably like in the, the second or third grade and uh, <clears throat> came home one day and was watching the Flintstones on TV. I'd watch them all the time. And uh, there's the part in the end of the Flintstones show, if you've seen it, uh, where, where uh, Fred takes the cat and he sets the cat outside with the milk. Anybody remember that sequence? He takes, he sets the cat outside and then milk outside and then he shuts the door and goes back inside and the cat jumps through the window and goes back in. Oh, and the next thing that you see is the door opens up and the cat takes Fred and sticks Fred out in the front of the house and shuts the door. And now Fred's shut out. But Fred then leans against the door and starts pounding the door like that and yelling, Wilma! And I could never understand why Fred didn't just go through the window. I mean, the cat did, right? It was a big saber-toothed tiger cat, not just a little house cat. It was a big cat. Went through the window. I'm like, Fred, just go through the window. And probably as a kid, I was probably even saying that. Fred, go through the window, right? And then one day, the light came on for me, and I figured it out. It was an aha moment. Fred was too fat to fit through the window. And I remember thinking that day as I'm laying on the, on the carpet with my arms like this up on my chin, I, I actually went, Fred's too fat. It was like this aha moment, the light came on for me. I'm believing today. That as we go through the word of God, where it concerns the brighter path, the light is going to come on for some of you. I'm believing today that you're going to have an aha moment as we look into the word of God, where you're going to finally see the answer to the thing you've been believing for. That answer that's been eluding you, I'm believing for an aha moment today where the light comes on and you go, thank you, Jesus, for the victory. And we can all be glad we're not too fat to fit through the window, right? So let's look at this, the idea of brighter path. In Proverbs chapter 4 and verse 18, the Bible says this, that the path of the righteous is like the first gleam of dawn. Watch now. Shining ever brighter till the full light of day. When the sun starts to come up over the horizon every morning, it carries with it a whole lot of promise. When When the sun first peaks up, over that little bit of a horizon out that you see over the field or through the trees, and you see that little glimmer of sun, what do we know? It carries promise with it that things are just going to keep getting brighter and brighter and brighter. Why? Because the sun is coming up. And the Bible says in Proverbs 4 and 8, that's what the path of the righteous is like. It's like illumination. It's like the sun is coming up in your life. And what you can know is that when you get a little bit of revelation of God's love in your life, you should know it's just going to get better from here. It's just going to get brighter from here. My life is just bright. Why? Because the sun is rising upon your life. Isn't it good news to know that when you begin to hear from the Spirit of God, that you can know it's just going to get better and better and brighter and brighter. Everybody say this with me. It just gets brighter and brighter for me. I don't, it doesn't matter what anybody would have to say about you, their opinion, or what you're going through, what it feels like, what you know as a believer, and what you can say over your reality is no, the sun is coming up on my life, and my life is just getting brighter and brighter and brighter. Why? Because the sun is coming up. That's what Proverbs 4 and 8 says. It says the path of the righteous is like the first gleam of dawn. 
Man, when you accepted Jesus into your life, it's like the first gleam of dawn. That sun is coming up, and bam, here we go. It's just going to get brighter from here. It's like laying in bed, school day, and your mom flips the light on. It's just going to get brighter from here, right? It's just going to get, the day's just getting started. Here's what I want you to understand, though, is that you can't have brighter without first having bright. You don't get brighter until you come out of the darkness. So I'm also believing today that there'll be those who will come out of the darkness into the light of God's love and begin the journey of brighter and brighter. Now, this word bright by definition means this, radiating or reflecting light, luminous, shining, filled with light, vivid or brilliant. Look at somebody just tell them, say, you're brilliant. Just receive it by faith today. Just receive it by faith. I'm brilliant. I'm brilliant. I want you to keep this word in your mind. I want you to keep the word vivid in your mind. We're going to come back to that in just a second, but keep that word in your mind. The first thing that I want you to see today about the brighter and brighter path is that the brighter and brighter path is a path of less and less darkness. The brighter and brighter path is a path of less and less darkness. James chapter one and verse 17 says this, every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the father of lights with whom there is no variation or shadow of turning. James shows us that the light of God's love, the light of God's revelation and wisdom in our life is a constant. It is steady. It never diminishes. It never varies. And there are never any shifting shadows with God's light, God's love, God's revelation and wisdom for our lives. God's light and his life is steady and constant in our lives. The only thing that can cause there to be a variation in God's light in our lives, in God's, in God's uh, wisdom in our lives is when we turn away from the light. I want you to imagine the light of God's love. I want you to imagine it shining brighter and brighter in your life. See, as long as I turn and I walk toward these lights, they're gonna get brighter and brighter as I get closer and closer to them. And the only time that those lights will vary in brightness is if I turn my face away from the lights. If I'm walking toward them and I turn to the left, or I turn to the right, then there's a variation in the intensity of the light in my life. There's another way that we can vary the intensity of the light as well. And that is to allow something to come between us and the light. Whether it's life or fear or desire, whatever it might be, if we allow something to come between us and the light, it varies the light and creates shadow in our life, but here's what I want you to know. Whether you turn away from the light or you allow something to come between you and the light, it doesn't change the light. The light is still bright. The light is still intense. God's love for you does not change. There is no shift. There is no variation. There is no diminishing. There is only the full brightness of God's love for your life. The only thing that changes it is when we allow something to come between us and that love or we turn away from that love. James teaches us there's no variation. There's no shift or shadow in God's love. And so now we can begin to see 
why we've been called out of darkness. We've been called out of the shadows, church. The church of Jesus Christ was never meant to live in shadows. There was never meant to be anything between us and the glory and the light of God. We're to be in front of God with no barrier, with no uphold. There's nothing between us, God. All that I have, all that I have, I bring down before you so that I can enjoy and benefit from the full illumination of your love, your full love, God. The Bible says this, that God loved us so much. He loved us this much. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. God has removed every barrier. And so I want you to know, that the path of the righteous gets brighter and brighter, and that means that our path gets less and less dark. If today you would say, you know what? It feels like my path's actually getting darker. It feels like things are working out less. It feels like I'm in more chaos and confusion. What we have to understand is that's not God shifting. That's not God varying, but we're allowing other things, fear in our lives to block out the light of God. And all we have to do is just turn our hearts once again to the light and the brightness of God and walk toward that brighter and brighter path. Your life should be getting less and less dark. Those words of bitterness that you speak should be coming fewer and fewer. That animosity that you feel in your heart toward another person should be diminishing on a constant basis. The darkness that you feel in your life should be being spelled by the light of God on a continual basis. Your path gets less and less dark. I just want to encourage you, it's simple, but if your path is getting darker, you're on the wrong path. You're headed the wrong direction. You want some good news? Just turn around. Just repent, turn around, and head toward God's plan for your life. It's that easy. It's just as easy to not say it as it is to say it. It's just as easy to not think it as it is to think it. It's just as easy to not give it place in your life as it is to give it place in your life. It's just as easy to not receive the doubt as it is to receive the doubt. And I promise you, if you begin to build a life of walking in the light, your path is going to get less and less dark. Can I get a witness? In Mark chapter 10 and verse 46, I love this story. Jesus comes upon a man as he's going to Jericho. The Bible says that they reached Jericho, and as Jesus and his disciples left town, a large crowd followed him. A blind beggar named Bartimaeus, son of Timaeus, was sitting beside the road. When Bartimaeus heard that Jesus of Nazareth was nearby, he began to shout, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Be quiet, many of the people yelled at him, but he only shouted louder. Son of David, have mercy on me. Guys, I wonder what it would look like in our reality today if the church... Rather than getting quiet when people tell us to shut up, we just got louder. I'm going to say that again real slow. What would it look like if when the world tried to shut the church of Jesus Christ up, the church of Jesus Christ said, no, we're going to shout all the louder. We're not going to get dimmer. We're going to get brighter. 
We're not going to cower in the shadows. We're coming out of the darkness into the brilliant light of God's love and mercy. What would it look like? Well, that's what this guy did. People were saying, shut up, old man. And he's like, me, 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 me. Son of David! Right? He just got louder. I love it. To the point that Jesus stopped when he heard him and said, tell him to come to me. So they called the blind man, and then guess what they started doing? The Bible says they called, so they called the blind man, cheer up, they said. Come on, he's calling you. Now, now that the celebrity has paid some attention to it, everybody wants on the area, right? Everybody wants to jump on now. Oh, yeah, you go, Bartimaeus, you go. A minute ago, they were going, shut up, old man. What are you crying about? And, he's like, and then Jesus goes, come over here. And they're like, oh, yeah, Bartimaeus is my friend. Jesus calls Bartimaeus to him, and the Bible says that Bartimaeus takes his coat off, jumps up, and bolts. Can I tell you guys something? When Jesus calls you, don't delay. Don't wait. He's calling you to light. He's calling you out of darkness. If Jesus calls you, then there's something dark going on in your life you need to get into the light for. There's greater illumination. There's revelation. There's wisdom there. When Jesus says, hey, come over here. I want to talk for a second. You bolt. You go. Don't wait. Take off. So he goes over, and Jesus says to him, what do you want me to do for you? And Jesus asked, my rabbi, the blind man said, I want to see. I want to see. And Jesus said to him, go, for your faith has healed you. And instantly the man could see, and he followed Jesus down the road. Isn't this a beautiful picture? Isn't it awesome to know that when God calls us, he calls us to light. This man was in a world of darkness. There was no light in his eyes. He could not see. Everything was dark to him. But in a moment, at the touch of Jesus, at the word of Jesus saying, come on, come over here to me, his eyes were opened so much so that he began to follow Christ Guys, can I tell you something? When Jesus speaks to your heart and he calls you out of the darkness of sin, a light goes on for you. That's the time to start following Jesus because that's the brighter path. And we leave darkness behind. Darkness is gone forever. Everybody say it with me. I'm coming out of the darkness into God's light. And so we have to understand that the brighter path is a path that is less and less dark Number two, the brighter path is a vivid path. Everybody say vivid. Now this word vivid means this, strikingly bright or intense, full of life, strong, distinct, or clearly perceptible, vivid. We know we have to watch that we don't spend too much time trying to be like the world, trying to just fit in. You know, you know why? A 300-watt halogen bulb kind of stands out in the middle of a cavern. Kind of stands out a little bit, doesn't it? We should be the exact same way in the world around us, church. Our light should shine so brightly, people should go, Whoa, dude, you're vivid. You're strikingly bright. We shouldn't try to dial down the brightness of God's love in our lives just to make it acceptable to the people around us. We should be cranking that puppy up. Come on, vivid, bright. 
Perceive it. People can look at you and go, wow, there is something different about you. When you walk onto the job tomorrow, people should walk by going, dude, come on, turn it down, Rudolph. <laughs> right? I'm not talking about being obnoxious. I'm not talking about being belligerent. I'm just talking about being bright. Being bright, different. Wow, man, there's something amazing about your life. Matthew chapter 5 and verse 14 says it this way. You are the light of the world. A city on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand, and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before men, that they may see your good deeds and praise your Father in heaven. Here's the reality. A lot of us look like these three lights behind me on Sunday and a little bit like this on Monday. I'm going to turn it off. And then Wednesday? <laughs> Thursday. Sunday? Monday. Wednesday? This is what God's called us to. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. <laughs> that was awesome. Thank you for that support. Though. I appreciate it. Big time. That was vivid. In the same way, let your light shine before men that they may see your good deeds and praise your Father in heaven. You know, the life and light of God needs to be so strong in us that people look in on our lives and they go, man, this is crazy. Look how amazing God is in their lives. And that doesn't mean that we're without bump. It doesn't mean that we're without trial. It just means that in the middle of the bump and the middle of the trial, we continue to give God glory. We continue to give God praise. We don't praise the problem. We, we seek the result. We praise the one who's going to bring the answer. And it causes us to be vivid in our lives. Light is different than dark. Dark, light stands out in the dark. We should stand out in our reality. You know, sometimes the truth is that sometimes this is enough vividness. If you're coming out of being in the dark for a really long time, this right here is enough light. That's why we have to be watchful the people who are coming out of a life that's been in a lot of darkness, that we don't blind them with the light, but that we show them with the light, sometimes this right here is enough. That's vivid to some people. And then there are times when it needs to look more like this. Here we go. Uh, yeah. What's up, universe? It's the time. This ain't just for planet Earth. Uh, welcome to round two, yeah. Right? Sometimes it needs to look more like a party up in here. I believe, I believe that when we come together, when we come together on Sunday morning, it should be more like a party up in here. Because we got a bunch of light. Right? We got a bunch of light and we should be a little bit more vivid about how we worship God. A little bit more, you know, vivid. Lack of a better way of putting it. Because God has called us to live a vivid life. So be vivid, be full of life, be strong, be distinct, be clearly perceptible, live a vivid life. And lastly, the brighter path is a path of provision. The brighter path is a path 
of provision. Have you ever tried to find something in the dark? It's almost impossible, isn't it? If I turned out all these lights and I threw a penny on the floor and said, go find that, you'd have a difficult time finding that penny. But if we turned up all the lights and I threw that penny out and said, find it, you could find it a lot easier, couldn't you? See, light is necessary for vision. If you, in fact, dark is anti-vision, light is pro-vision. We have to have light to have vision. You have enough darkness and you no longer have vision. You can't see anymore. Light helps us see. Light is provision. When you have light, you can see what God is providing for you. When you have light, when you walk in the brighter and brighter path, you begin to see that God is making provision for your life. Why? Because you can begin to see the answers. You can see the path that you're walking on. I love in Romans chapter 4, verses 20, 21, and 22, the Bible says that God called Abraham righteous because he stayed faithful to what he had asked him to do. He had a son named Isaac. God said, Abraham, I'll make your, I'll make your family like the stars of the sky, like the sands of the sea. Then he gave him a son named Isaac. But then God asked Abraham to sacrifice Isaac as an, as an altar sacrifice, to literally take him to the top of a mountain and offer him as a sacrifice there. And, and Abraham was faithful to follow that out. In, in Genesis chapter 22, beginning in verse 7, 8, 9, and so on, we see the story of Abraham taking Isaac up onto the mount, the mounts of Moriah, and he sits him there on an altar. And he is going to sacrifice his son as God has asked him to. But I want you to see what Isaac says to his father. In verse 7, he says, Father, yes, my son, Abraham replied, we have the fire and the wood, the boy said, but where is the sheep for the offering? Now watch what Abraham says back to him. He says, God will provide a sheep for the burnt offering, my son. Guys, can I tell you something today? It might not look like in your life right now there's an answer. It might not look like you have the wisdom that you need. But I got to tell you right now, on the path of brighter and brighter, if you'll stick with it, you'll soon see the answer and God will provide. He's going to bring provision into your life. But if you're walking in darkness, you'll never see it. You'll walk right past God's provision when you're walking in darkness. When you put something between you and God and you find yourself in the shadows, you'll walk right past his blessing. But when you pull those things out of the way between you and God and you say, God, there's nothing in my life I'm not willing to sacrifice. There's nothing that I have I'm not willing to lay down. God, I'll lay down the hobby to take up more ministry. I'll lay down this, I'll lay down this relationship, God, in order to find the relationship you really have for me. God, I'll give up my job if you're calling me to go to this place. There's nothing I have I won't pull down so I can walk in the full brightness of what you have for me, God. And it is in that brightness that we begin to see what God has provided for us, the things he's laid in our path, the ram that came this way and met Abraham and Isaac that became the provision in that moment. Abraham saw it. Why? Because he was walking on the brighter path. I want you to watch in verse 14 what Abraham calls this place. So he goes to sacrifice his son. God stops him from actually sacrificing him and says, Abraham... You've passed the test. I know now you would not even spare your own son for me. You love me. He says, look, see, I've provided a sheep for the sacrifice. The Bible says Abraham looks over and there 
caught in the thicket is a sheep for the sacrifice. And so Abraham says in verse 14, he says that Abraham named the place Yahweh Yireh, or we would say Jehovah Jireh, which means the Lord will provide. Have I said the Lord will provide? To this day, it says that people still use that as a proverb, on the mountain of the Lord, it will be provided. You see, God said of Abraham, he is righteous. The path of the righteous gets brighter and brighter. And in that light, in that illumination, we begin to see what God is providing for us. If you'll stay patient, if you haven't seen the answer yet, what I can promise you today is the answer is on the path. The answer is on the path. You just got to keep your eyes open. Let the light of God's love and wisdom come into your life more and more. Stay on the path. Keep walking it out because the answer is on the path. It's on the path. We see that in Matthew chapter 6 and verse 33. Matthew 6, 33 says that when we seek the kingdom of God above all else, above all else, above all else, when we pull those things down in our lives that separate us from God, and we say, God, above all else, above all else, I want your light. Above all else, I want your revelation. Above all else, I want your plan for me. Above my plans, above my desires, above the things I've put up and set up and put in place in my life, I want your plan for my life, God. Above all else. When we seek the kingdom of God, above all else, the Bible says this in Matthew 6, that when we live righteously, he will give you everything you need. Provision comes when we're on the path that is brighter and brighter where we're leaving darkness behind, where we're letting go of the bitterness, where we're letting go of the grudge, where we're saying, I'm not going to hold that against you any longer. I got stuff to get done, and I got to be on the brighter path. I can't stay over here in the shadows anymore arguing with you any longer about this. I forgive you. I ask you to forgive me. I'm going on the brighter path. Are you seeing this today, church? God, I've leaned too much on my own understanding. I've leaned too much on my own skill. I've had this job for 26 years. I know you're calling me to go a different direction. I know you've been calling me for 20 years to go into ministry, but I've been bucking it because I'm making good money, God. But you know what? I can't stay in the darkness any longer. I can't, I can't exist over here in the shadows. I can't hold this between me and you. I'm setting it down, and I'm walking toward the brighter path. Didn't say it would be easy but it's the greatest thing you'll ever experience in your life. Anybody experience that? Can I get a witness today? And so we have to understand that God's, the brighter path is a path of provision. It helps us to see the answers that God has for us. So when we seek the kingdom of God first and above all else, and we live righteously, he will give us everything we need. I want to show you very quickly as I close. I want to give you four scriptures very quickly that will help you. You can pocket these. You can use these to help you this week to walk on a brighter and brighter path. John 18, 12, John 12, 35, and 36, and John 1 and 7. I'm going to read them very quickly. How do we do this? John 8 and, 8 and 12. Jesus said, I'm the light of the world. If you follow me, everybody say, follow me. You won't have to walk in darkness because you will have the light that leads to life. So the first thing is, follow Christ. John 12, 35, Jesus said this, My light will shine for you just a little longer. Walk in the light 
while you can, so the darkness will not overtake you. Those who walk in the darkness cannot see where they are going. Everybody say, walk in the light. Follow Jesus and walk in his light. Don't walk in anybody else's light. Walk in the light of Christ. In verse 36, it says this, put your trust in the light while there is still time. Then you will become children of the light. In John chapter 1 and verse 7, he says this, but if we are living in the light as God is in the light, then we have fellowship with each other and the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all sins. So three things that we see here in these scriptures that we can use this week to help us. Number one, we follow Christ. Number two, we trust the light. Number three, we live in the light. It's going to take some adjustment in our lives for these things to happen. There are going to have to be some things that we put down, that we no longer cling on to and hold dearly to. Habits, routines, traditions, Different things in our lives that I believe God will require of us if we're going to stay on and enjoy the brighter and brighter path. If we're going to come out of the shadows and enjoy the light of God's love and his calling and plan for our lives, we're going to have to lay some of those things aside. We're going to have to get vivid. We're going to have to live as brightly as we possibly can and come out and our lives will be less and less dark and more and more bright. Anybody interested in that today? Why don't you stand with me this morning? Father, we're so grateful for your word. For you have called us out of the darkness. You've called us out of the darkness. And you've called us into your light. God, I believe that right now by your Holy Spirit, you're illuminating places in many hearts so that things can be dealt with. Lord, you're illuminating plans. You're illuminating peace. You're illuminating wisdom, God. I believe you're illuminating answers right now by your Holy Spirit and hearts all across this room. And Father, I understand because I've experienced it myself that when you illuminate things in our lives, we have choices to make. And I, for one, choose right now to leave darkness behind. I choose to leave behind the things that I thought might have been right and pick up the things that you're showing me that are right. I choose to leave behind any bitterness that I've held against a brother or sister and walk in the light of your love and forgiveness. I'm choosing it right now, God, and I pray that you would help all my brothers and sisters today, encourage them by your spirit to do the same. So I want to encourage you. If you're in a place in your life where you say, you know, I can see where I've held things up between me and God. I've allowed stuff to block out his light in my life. I've allowed fear. I know God's calling me. I'm just afraid. I've allowed that fear to block out his revelation. I've allowed comfort and convenience to block out the revelation of God's light in my life, but I'm done with those things. I'm putting them down. Because I want to live and walk on the brighter, brighter path. If that's you today, I want to pray with you right now. If you'd say, that's me, Pastor, just lift your hand up. I want to pray a special prayer for you right now. You're saying, what you're saying is I, there's some shadows I need to come out of. I'm not necessarily just walking in total darkness. It's just shadows in my life I need to come up out of. You know what they are. It's awesome. You can put your hands down. That's beautiful. Beautiful. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you that you sent light into this world in the form of your Son, the Messiah, the Christ. 
Jesus, you came and you walked a path, an often hard path, an often path of, of just bitterness in the mouth, the, the, the what you had to taste of was not good and just pleasurable all the time, but there were moments you had to push through. But I know, Jesus, it was for this moment right now that you pushed through. It was for this prayer right now that you endured the cross, that you came out of darkness, that you ignored darkness and walked only in the light. It was for this moment that we might have your light in our lives. Father, I'm praying right now in the name of Jesus for my friends that have lifted their hands and they've said, I've got to come out of some shadows. I've got to find my way out of some dark places in my life so I can have the full light of God's love, so I can see his full plan of provision for me. God, I'm praying right now and I'm asking that as we journey together by your Holy Spirit, that you would bring the wisdom to come out of those dark places that you'd give them the courage, God, to step aside from those things that are hindering and stopping your light from shining on them as brightly as it could. Help them to live lives that are vivid for you, God. Lord, that others might see your love in them, that you might be glorified by their life. Thank you for it, Jesus. Just receive that. Just receive it. Just receive it. Receive illumination. Receive brighter right now in your life in Jesus' name. You know, maybe today you've not made a decision for Christ. You have a choice. I understand that. It's up to you. It's not up to me. I can't choose for you. You have a choice. You have a will. God's given you a will. You have options. If you're going to make heaven your home, there's only one way. While I can't choose for you, I can certainly encourage you to choose Christ. Choose Christ. There's no other way. There's no other way to God. There's no other way to forgiveness. There's no other way to the great life. Can I get a witness? Anybody? Experiencing the good life of living for Christ. I didn't say perfect. I didn't say always easy. I said the best life. The blessed life. I want to encourage you to make that choice right now. I want to pray with you. The Bible says in Romans 10 that if we just believe in our heart and confess with our mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord and that God raised him from the dead, then we will be saved. The Bible also teaches us that all who call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. doesn't leave anybody out. The devil might have told you you're too far gone. He's just a liar. This is your moment right now. If that's you, let me just lift your hand up and say, I want to pray that prayer, Pastor. I want to receive Christ into my life today. I want to come out of the darkness and into the light. Slip your hand up. We're going to pray together right now. We're going to believe Jesus to do the work in your life. I see those hands. It's awesome. It's awesome. It's awesome. Don't be afraid. You're among family. Church, are we excited to pray with our friends today? Excited to pray with our friends today. Let's pray this prayer with me. Just say, Jesus, I believe in you. I believe you died for me. I believe God raised you from the dead. And you're alive today. I'm asking you to forgive me of my sins and to set me on the brighter path. Amen. We trust that today's message has been an encouragement to you. If you have any questions or would like more information about Family Life Church, visit us on the web at www.yourfamilylife.org.